We grow when we give. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. Nosotros crecemos cuando damos. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. Welcome to ROG, Return on Generosity. I'm your host, Shannon Cassidy. This podcast celebrates generosity at work, not financial giving. Giving valuable time, mutual respect, alternative perspectives, and genuine collaboration. Welcome to episode 103 of ROG. This is our Building Bridges coaching tips for generous leaders that we do every other week. For those joining me on YouTube, great to see you. We are focusing on benefit of the doubt, giving benefit of the doubt. What does that mean? What that means is simply like assume positive intent. When we say assume positive intent, what we mean is when someone does something that we interpret as negative or excluding us or hurtful in some way, we could assume that there's more to the story than we're aware of. We could assume that they didn't mean to make us feel that way or do that thing that hurt us. We could assume that. We could give the benefit of the doubt. A helpful way for us to think about this is like every relationship in your life is an open bank account. And I don't mean this in the financial sense at all. I mean it more in the sense of deposits and withdrawals. So when we have an open bank account, meaning any relationship in our life, every time we do something that we say we're going to do, we follow through, we offer feedback, either constructive or positive, we save a seat at the table for people, we have their backs, we are vulnerable with them and we tell them our own insecurities, we admit when we're wrong. All of those things are deposits. We are depositing into that account. And I don't believe that as generous leaders, our intent is to build up enough equity so that we can take a withdraw. But the fact is we're human and we're going to make mistakes. We will drop the ball. We will unintentionally hurt people. And that is a withdraw. So when that happens, we can apologize and earn back the equity. I think it's challenging when someone takes what we would call in this scenario a withdrawal, meaning someone does or says something that hurts us, but we don't have enough equity in the account with them yet. We don't have enough lived experience. We have not accrued trust, which is the equivalent of the sum in your account. And it's hard to assume positive intent or to give the benefit of the doubt because we don't know if that person might actually be trying to hurt us or intentionally exclude us. So when we think about this, it's helpful to frame it like it's a story, like there's this story that we're telling. And you've heard this many different ways. One of the ways that I've heard this talked about is in the Crucial Conversations curriculum that was one of our Building Bridges coaching tip uh, sessions a couple of weeks ago. So in Crucial Conversations, they talk about mastering our clever stories. And they really are clever, right? We, we make up this very dramatic part of the story that wasn't actually there. And in one of the stories that they talk about, it's the victim story where things are being done to us. And in those stories, we should ask ourselves, what am I pretending not to notice about my role in this situation? Right? This isn't just being done to me. I'm a participant in this relationship. So what am I pretending not to notice about my own role in this? Then there's the villain story where this person is a villain and they're they're so mean and they're, it's unbelievable what they would do. We use words like that. Like, this is unbelievable how this person's behaving. A 
good question for us to ask if we're telling a villain story is, why would a reasonable, rational, decent person do that? Like, why would a reasonable, rational person do that? And for some of you, you're like, well, this person is not reasonable, rational, or decent. And they may not be. It might just be the story that you're telling, though. So check yourself on that. And then there's the helpless story, which is where we don't feel like we have any agency. Like, this is just something that we have to suffer through. And when we're experiencing those stories or we're telling those stories better yet, we could ask ourselves, what could I do right now to move forward with the things that are important to me or the things that I really want? Like, what action could I take? So if you're telling a victim story, a villain story, or a helpless story, those are some good questions that you could ask yourself. But the fact is we're telling a story. We're making up part of it that we don't already know. So a really helpful thing to do would just say, I need more information. How can I set up a call to learn the rest of the story or more of the story? Well, this has happened to me twice today, right before I went to record to talk with you about this topic of benefit of the doubt. So one situation that I'm in right now is that I'm packed up to go to a client meeting. Originally, they wanted me to be there for the full day today and part of the day tomorrow. So I actually canceled a trip to Atlanta to uh, be there for this new client. And last minute, they said that they wanted me to come at 4 p.m. today rather than 8 a.m. So I did not give benefit of the doubt or assume positive intent. I actually got really concerned. Like, what would it mean that they wanted me to come later? And you know, is there some information that they don't feel comfortable sharing with me? Is there some way that they think I'm going to make what they're doing today less productive? I mean, I just asked negative questions and I did not assume positive intent. And then I decided to take my own medicine here and think about it like maybe the CEO believed that what they were talking about today was not going to be necessary or beneficial to the work that we're doing. And he didn't want to waste my time and wants me to come later today when we are going to be focusing on the project that we're launching. That's the story I'm going with. Is that true? Not true? I'm not sure, but it makes me feel better. And I bet you I'm more right than wrong. So Stephen Covey puts it this way, where he says, we judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their actions. So if that's true, that we judge ourselves by our intentions. Like, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't mean to leave you off that email. Or I was so busy that I didn't realize that when I didn't reply to that text that that would make you think that I was upset with you. So our intent wasn't to hurt that person. Our intent was to get through our day and manage our priorities. But the way we're making other people feel, our actions is how they're judging us. So we've got to be responsible for how we're making other people feel. And we also must be responsible for the story that we're telling ourselves. So today, not even just this week, today, as things happen that you don't understand, you get a short text or an email reply, or you don't get any reply, or you get a look from someone, or someone turns their camera off on a virtual meeting, or they leave the room during your presentation in the boardroom, or whatever happens today that you could take personally, I'm going to challenge you as a generous leader to not take the bait, to give the benefit of the doubt, 
to assume positive intent, and at the very least, assume that you need more information because that is the truth. So please join me next week with our very special guest, Neil Ford. Until then, stay generous, everyone. Thanks for listening to ROG, Return on Generosity podcast. Please help us grow by subscribing and reviewing us on your favorite podcast player. And for more information, visit bridgebetween.com. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. We grow when we give.